and welcome to another episode of the Music Guy Podcast. My name's Al Rowe. I'm a singer, songwriter, music producer, music educator. You can find me on social media at Al Rowe Music on various platforms that you might be perusing. Coming at you from the Danforth uh, East in Toronto, Ontario. My co-host, Mr. Michael Hebbs, guitarist, backup vocalist, um, composer, handsome gentleman, coming at you from Etobicoke, Ontario, at Bruno the Meek on Instagram. How are you, my friend? Full of life. Full of life, full of love. So full of love and life. Uh, and just, you know, the blessings of 2020. One, you know, just it fills yeah. my body, the bacteria. It's not a bacteria, right. it's a virus, right? It's a virus. Yes. Yeah, it is a yes. virus. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so you and I at this current moment in time are presumably both COVID positive. <laughs> I am right? positive about that for sure. Did you test? I didn't test. So here, here is my story because Al's story is irrelevant because he's not me. Um, right. And... Uh, so my roommate got COVID and then my brother got COVID. So I figured I was going to get COVID because I spent a bunch of time with my roommate. And then like 14 days later, no, sorry, 10 days later, because that's when I was allowed out of quarantine. We played a gig like literally the day I got out. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, then you and I caught COVID. Um, yeah. So And our other friend. Yeah. Everybody else in the band got sick. And I woke up yeah. the exact same day as the rest of you guys who got sick with the exact same symptoms. Uh, so I yeah. was like, yeah, well, I guess I have COVID then. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, it was just like a one day of just having like a bit of a cough and a congested uh, mm. sinuses and all the rest of it. But, I, yeah, I mean, it, it did not hit me very hard. I think I'm like pretty lucky because I had my booster shot pretty recently. What'd you get for your so, booster? Uh, Pfizer. Well, there you go. That's the good one. Yeah. That's the fancy one, one. Oh, yeah. So that helped, uh, I think, in my case. And I'm just fingers crossed that I didn't uh, infect anybody yes. without knowing it. Um, but, well, you know, we'll, time will tell. Uh, fortunately, Katie doesn't have it. And we've That's been uh, isolating from each other. I've been living up on the, uh, been living on the upper floor of our, uh, our little house here in the, the Danforth. And she's been living on the main floor pretty much. So uh, that's been happening for, I think, four days now. And, um, yeah, just hoping to, uh, get through this, uh, you know, it, without anybody else getting sick, that'd be ideal because I feel totally fine. Yes. Yes. I feel fine as well. It, it was just the first day. The first day was shitty. And then now, you know, I'm not dead. You know, I'm just bored. Go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's almost well, as bad. It's okay. Um, so this week we have for you fine listeners out there, we have our 2021 year in review episode. We're going to just get a little reflective here, take a look back at the year that was, maybe, uh, do some fun sort of, uh, favorites and least favorites and stuff like that. And before we get to that, we will remind you that we have a Patreon page. If you'd like to support the show directly in a, uh, in a monetary fashion, you can go over to patreon.com slash musicguypodcast. There's a bevy of rewards for you there. If you do decide to give as little as about a dollar an episode, 
get some cool stuff. And uh, of course, if you're if you're not in a position to give the financial support, we do really appreciate the word of mouth. Just telling your friends that uh, we've got a cool podcast that you enjoy listening to, or uh, even posting about it on the internet, sharing our posts, commenting on our posts on Instagram at Music Guy Podcast, uh, also on Facebook. So any of that kind of stuff really helps. And of course, you can always find the show and all episodes of the show for free at musicguypodcast.com or on any of your podcast fetching applications. So there you go. So let's get into the 2021 year in review. Um, We've got a couple of like topics here, kind of just like a list, like a rundown. Let's start... um, do you want to do you want to go through this or is there, do you have any like opening thoughts before we uh, go through these these topics? I got I got nothing, man. I got nothing <laughs> at all. All right, all right. Well, let's let's start on a positive. Uh, so, we've, what was your favorite gig memory of 2021? I was trying to think of any other ones in this because this was a good one, but if there were. I was trying to think what go- gigs did happen in 2021. Um, we played, I'm sure you played your fair share of drive-in things. I I think I played, honestly, I think I might have played two driving, maybe just one. I might have done the Harmonia Fest like in 2020. That was a yeah. drive-in. I'm not sure I did any other drive-in concerts. Those were you like... You did a bunch? I did like two. And like, yeah. they were like, they would be cool if I played a bunch of normal shows and was busy, and then it was like, oh, this is mm. a driving show. But uh, my favorite gig was when I was on the ship. The They had a big theater, uh, and for some reason I thought it looked identical to the theater in The Fifth Element, uh, which is a, an action movie. Uh, you haven't seen it. You haven't seen The Fifth Element from the 90s with Bruce no. Willis and Mila no, Jovovich? I'm- and Should you I see, see a bare breast in it. It's, it's the first bare breast I Ooh. saw. Uh, it well okay. in my conscious mind, um, right? And so you really hung on to that one. Yeah, yeah. It really struck yeah. a chord. Uh, and uh, <laughs> so it was a big theater on this ship. Um, okay. And you know it was cool. It was very cool to play with the big stage and the lights and the smoke and the dancing around and you know so that was neat. Um, and then, you know, playing with those guys was great. And that, that was it. Yeah. You know, what about you, man? Well, mine's a tie, I think, between two shows that are kind of very similar. Uh, Vanessa Marie Carter at Boots and Hearts and I David James at, at Boots and Hearts. I forgot so about the, that. Yeah, so what they did with the, the Boots and Hearts Music Festival is uh, a country music festival in Canada that usually happens once a year in the summer up in... Uh, around Barrie, Ontario, which is like uh, an hour and a half north of Toronto. And yeah, the, the, they split it into two weekends this year because of capacity restrictions. And I'm trying to remember the dates. I think the first one might have been in like uh, kind of earlier in the summer, like maybe like July. Uh, and then the second one, uh, the first one was with Vanessa and the second one was with uh, David James in September. And man, I can't, I can't describe how excited I was and we all were to just be on uh, that stage uh, and just sort of feel what it was like to play a festival again after, you know, pretty much a solid year and a bit of of not (laughs) 
getting to do you know bigger shows like that so um so i just remember yeah just just really really relishing it in the moment and uh and just beaming ear to ear the entire show because i was just so excited uh we also played with uh an artist in the emerging showcase too uh, Michael Whiteside. That was a, that was a guy we played with that same day with the, uh, when we played with Vanessa. So shout out to Mike. Hope, hope you're doing well, my friend. Mike, and, Mike. Uh, that was a that was a yeah. Th- those were my probably standout. You know what uh, gigs that here. like kind of because yeah. When Will came back from that gig, because Will played with you guys because it it was mm-hmm. an agenda production. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, it and was. Uh, Will was you know. It's no secret, but Willie's been down as well, too. We've all been down. Uh, he was, you know, he was in good spirits. I saw photos of him from that night, you know, out having a drink with people. And he was in good spirits for the next few days before COVID destroyed his his soul. Yeah, I mean, it was just really nice to f- feel what it felt like to have purpose again and, and be like, oh, yeah, like we actually do this thing that's really cool it's and we're good at we, it. And we're good, you know. Yeah, we just haven't been able to do it for, you know, a long time in the, the way that we're used to. And t- to get back on that stage for at least those two gigs, and then obviously we've run into some more, uh, you know, restrictions and stuff since then. But at least to do those two shows, it's just like, okay, yeah, I remember. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a person with, with skills in my, you know, my life. You have value, uh, Al. Has value <laughs> like I was. I was actually working towards something before this this shutdown. Just yeah, you're not a fucking obliterated. deadbeat. Yeah, because you know, after 2020, I think we myself anyway felt yeah, just kind of well. I'm here sitting here collecting my Serb check and not really contributing a whole lot to society and kind I of feeling similar, like yeah. I don't have a I don't have a purpose or a a place in in the world right now other than to just sort of stay out of everybody's way and keep my mouth shut and uh and uh pass the time you know so yeah so to get back on that stage was was huge for me i feel like i've had that conversation with a bunch of players uh as well like who are like my buds because it's like kind of like a personal one like Mm -hmm. i'm keep on thinking those thoughts of like man i'm a fucking loser i don't have any gigs yada 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 like you know stuff's not going well in my career and then like i've gotten that from other people and like it's always like well it's covid you know what i mean like even players mm-hmm. that i think are doing really well are like oh stuff's just not going very well right now and it's like yeah well we're not busy no one's busy fucking take it easy on yourself bud yeah it's easy to forget that like nothing in our our line of work is going as it normally would you know yeah. um it's happening to literally so, everyone go easy on yourselves yeah i mean I, I, in a lot of different industries especially ours, you know, uh, has been greatly affected by it. So if you are in, in, in the music biz like Mike and I are and, and uh, you're feeling a little bummed out, <laughs> then we feel you. But don't, don't be too hard on yourself. Um, we're surviving. Hopefully you're surviving as well. Um, and uh, hopefully, yeah. I want more than get to survive, this. Al. You know what's funny? Well, I, I don't, money wouldn't even fix it for, for, for me, I don't think. I want work, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah. You want to feel like you're you're doing something. Yeah, yeah. it's engaging and and meaningful to other people and and fun for yourself and and challenging and yeah. It's coming back, of course. It's coming back. Yeah, I mean, it was for a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like everybody we know has has COVID right now. Like, so out of all my friend groups, 
uh, because I have many because I burn bridges so often. Uh, mm, that's uh, a good move then. Yeah, to have a lot of friends. That's exactly it. Yeah. I, got, I got my backup yeah. friends. Um, but no, like, you know, my like high school buddies uh, are the only group that don't, aren't like essentially completely COVIDed out. Everybody else, mm. all my musician friends, it's like 90% of people with COVID right now. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of people got it over the yeah over the last couple of weeks and and i mean yeah still hearing like you know news stories like oh this person has it now oh, this person's friend has it and yeah like, yeah so that omicron yeah it's 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 coming for us it's uh yeah <laughs> be safe out there folks be safe. Ah, we'll be fine um i mean you know like for people like you and i it's not that's exactly if we get sick yeah. Yeah, yeah. um we're gonna you know it can be kind of costly because there's not a, a lot in the way of like a safety net, if we if we can't work, we just don't make money. There's yes. no sick days. There's no, um, there might be like a new government thing happening, but I don't know about that yet. So, but I mean, aside from that, like our health is, is, is fine, but yeah. you really want to be careful about, yeah, being, exposing yourself to your uh, parents, to and those who folks. are actually at, yeah, exactly. The, the, those who are actually at risk. So please be careful. Leave it at that. Best songs, best songs of 2021. You got anything? I haven't listened to a lot of music. I'm a bad musician. Um, the only one that I can think of that like people would know that I think was released this year. I, I like that "Good for You" song by Olivia mm. Rodriguez. Is it a Rodriguez? Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Uh, Rodriguez. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't really listen to like the radio. So I've listened to stuff that like has come out recently, but I'm like, what, what have you been, what have you been checking? I'm listening to like Spotify a lot and there's, yeah, there's this term, I believe it was galaxy country. Okay. Haven't heard of that. And like, it's like, I think it's along the lines of, uh, the Casey Musgraves sort of newer stuff, you know, kind of spacey country ish stuff. Okay. I'm listening to a lot of that, but I don't know when that comes out. I just listen to what Spotify tells me to listen to. I see. Yeah. Yeah, I get the sense that like a lot of my students are not really listening to the radio anymore. Yeah. Um, at least the ones that are like a little bit older than, you know, some of my younger ones, like six, seven, eight years old. Like they, they you know, they know the songs that are on the radio. Um, but my students that are of age to like have agency over what they listen to are not turning on the radio. They're, yeah, they're they're bringing artists to me that like, I'd never heard of before that are like very indie, very yeah. sort of, which is super cool. You know, like I think that's great that, that uh, young people have that ability to like seek out music that they actually like and, and, and they're looking for that unique stuff. They're looking for that new stuff. So, um, one of my students was bringing a bunch of, uh, Phoebe Bridgers tunes to me to learn. And I thought that, uh, her stuff was pretty cool. She's got some cool stuff going on. I don't on. recognize that um, name. Yeah. Do you recognize it? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. She got some good songs. Yeah. Very, very moody. Very, um, yeah. I'm a moody alternative, guy. Pretty alternative pop. Yeah, I think you'd like it. I feel like you just sort of, you know, turn the lights off, maybe like light a candle or something and just like, just sit there and just think about your life. Yeah. Mm. Um, and yeah, in terms of like pop stuff, I have been listening to the radio a little bit. It's funny, like our, our, you know, our relationship with music as like music professionals, I was having this conversation with somebody recently. It's like, it's weird that I don't really listen to that much music for pleasure. Yeah. You know, um, 
But if you really think about it, it makes a lot of sense because like I'm working with music all the time. I'm either like listening to it very intently, trying to learn it, or I'm listening to it critically, trying to like mix it or edit it or produce it or whatever. And I love doing all that stuff. But it's like by the time I'm done that, like I don't really want to turn a record on, you know? I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm good. I'm, my, my, my energy for that is spent. And I have a hard time listening to music in a passive sense where yeah. like if music is playing, like I'm automatically trying to dissect it, figure out what the chords are, figure out, you know, how they mix that. What, what is that? What is that sound? What is that guitar tone there? What is, you know, do I like the sound of the, you know? I just can't um, imagine so, what mood I would have to be into to like. Yeah. So, I mean, like that. when I do consume music, it's usually for, it's usually while we're, while we're driving, like for Katie and I are in the car, we'll have the radio on or whatever. And so, um, so in terms of the songs on the radio, uh, really liked the song um, Mood by 24K Golden. Folks probably know that one. Always cranked that up when it came on. You might find that song annoying. I thought it was dope as hell. So, I don't Mood. Know. I am yeah, aware. it's a good tune. Uh, the other tune I put down was Leave the Door Open, Silk Sonic, Anderson Pack, Bruno Mars. I know of pretty- their relationship, yeah. but I and I approve of it heavily. Uh, not that that matters, but I do not. <laughs> I, I haven't listened to it. Uh, oh yeah, I mean it's you know it's what you would think it is groovy seventies kind of vibe. You know Bruno Mars is an unbelievable singer. Yeah, it's dope. And actually, the music video for it is really funny too. They do like uh, there's yeah. some choreography and stuff that they do. It's it's good. Uh, I'm I'm all about it. So good tune, love it. So those are my picks. Worst song. For me, it goes to uh, Fancy Like by Walker Hayes. Yeah, and we were talking about this. This is like a particular... I feel like there's a there, there are brands of like terrible songs. You know what I mean? Mm. There are like terrible songs where it's like they're terrible because they didn't try anything. Right. And I mean, this one, they're not like trying something cool in the sense of like, let's be unique just because like they're trying to like capitalize on the like well country's becoming like a little bit more like uh hip hoppy let's let's make it like a little bit less country like and and you know have some fast talking in it and all that stuff Mm -hmm. it's really Mm -hmm. lame like it's definitely a lame song at least they're trying something a bit different than like just my idea like of a different bad song is like when you hear a country song and it's like it's just a band, you know what I mean? It's just like a rock band or like, it's just, it's got a fiddle, you know, nothing about it is great. And the lyrics are just like yeah. about a truck, you know? So at least it isn't right. that, yeah. but yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I could have like thought of uh, a song like that. Like you're right. Like almost objectively, like what you're describing is worse than this tune. Cause this tune, I at least know. they're going no, no, it is because this tune they're going for a thing. It is catchy. It's memorable. It's like you know, it's silly. It's whatever. So that's why it evokes such a strong response from me because I hear the song I'm like this, this, this is garbage. But I can yes. also appreciate how it's like you know why it's successful and why why it's good. You know what it's, um, but it's, but I also cannot sit here as a lover of country music and music in general and listen and, and be subjected to this. Yes, so. yes. <laughs> Uh, so, I'm trying. Yeah. What's an example of that kind of song though, where they're literally just doing the most? You know what? Fucking uh, mm. this is how we roll. Yeah, 
I guess for its I actually time, didn't mind, it was I didn't of... mind that tune, but but yeah, <gasps> it's it's like I know I didn't mind. I don't know why Florida Georgia Line for some reason doesn't bother me that much. Um, <sighs> I know, I know, I'm kind of about it, but but I know what you mean. It's like the just completely empty lyrically, just like. You know, just like hooks, loud guitars, the and same drum sounds as everybody else, yeah. and like, yeah, just, just kind of cheese. Yeah, for sure. That's a, that's a good like example of a song like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? You, what do you got for worst song of the, of the year? Okay, so you wouldn't know this one, but I'm a little bit more abreast of Mila mm. Jovovich. Um, but that was an awful joke. <laughs> a little bit more abreast of internet culture. And there's this thing called the Island Voice. Okay. Uh, And, like, you don't have to put this on the episode. You can put a tiny bit of it if you want to. But you have to actually just quickly type in the Island Boys on YouTube. Uh, Or it's called, like, Island Boy or something like that. It's these two fucking dudes with the worst fucking haircut ever. They're twins. Uh, Okay. And it's, it's fucked. It, okay. Oh yeah. Yes. Just uh, just have a listen to it really quickly. Um, is the song called? Is it "I'm an Island Boy"? Yes. By Fly Soldier. Yes. Okay. I'm checking it out. So far, there's no music happening. It's just like a. It's a skit. Yeah. This is really bad. Um, only five million views on YouTube too. They made a stupid freestyle. It's a TikTok thing. And then they made okay. a song out of it. It's fucking embarrassing. <laughs> and this this like um, became like a big famous thing. And I don't know. I thought people thought they were really stupid, so they fucking you know posted a bunch. But I don't know. Maybe they still do. But it's rough. Yeah. You know. Okay. Um. Um. Yeah. I mean, that's. I think that takes the cake, man. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. All right. I'd still play it for them, though. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, for the right price. Boys. Yeah, for the price. Uh, all right. Uh, what's your favorite? What was your favorite vaccine? I mean, once again, my vaccine is pretty funny because when I have the Janssen one shot and when right. I, I like I got back back in September and I needed to get that vaccine passport thing pretty much right when it came out because I was playing a gig in Quebec. And so I called them to like get my official Ontario like vaccine certificate before I got the vaccine passport and she's like yeah we we haven't heard of anybody who has that here and like apparently it's it looking into the vaccine it they say in hindsight that it should have been a two shot like they should have had the exact same vaccine right right but it was a two shot but uh so my vaccine's not that great uh so I think that's kind of funny um what what about you buddy <laughs> my favorite one was the most recent one I got, which was the booster shot. Oh yeah. Um, I, as far as I understand, they're all this, they've all been the same dosage and strength or whatever. I, st- I got a Pfizer first, then I got a Moderna second, and I got another Pfizer third. And I didn't feel my arm barely hurt, and I didn't like feel sick at all. I didn't have a fever or anything. I don't know why. Maybe it's because like I got it in the morning, and then I was able to just sleep through whatever was going on. Yeah, I took yeah, yeah. a couple of Tylenol before bed, there as one does, you know. And uh, and yeah, so... You take I, Tylenol was, was before great. bed on the reg? No, like when I've got a vaccine. Oh. Yeah, that way you won't wake up with a fever. 
you know. I didn't, I didn't know that. So, yeah, so shout-outs to uh, my third vaccine shot for uh, protecting me against my current ailment and uh, not making me feel sick. Love it. Favorite COVID memories you've written? These are a couple that you've written down here. Yeah. I didn't really have any in mind when I said that. Um, hmm. <laughs> I mean, my favorite COVID memory was the initial lockdown. That was really fun. It was a fun time. Right. It was like a time of exploration and new you know, possibilities with, with your time. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's like uh, we were just in a big sandbox and we're like, all right, what can I do? Yeah. What am I going to get yeah. done? And I got yeah. everything done and it changed to nothing in my life. that's a good one that's a good one Um, I have a couple I'm going to save for a little bit later as they apply to a different category oh yes things you're proud of save them for later Um, All right, let's move on looking at our taking a look at our own podcast here favorite podcast episode I got a lot of potentials here I'm going to read them out to you okay All right. number 15 and maybe we like to you know do a quick little summary of what it was. So number fifty nine, building a YouTube empire with Ben Miller, and folks can of course go back and listen to any of these shows that they'd like on uh, our podcast feed. I'm trying to think. I'm going to look up what we talked about specifically in that episode because I remember Ben it was has a like one. a well, Ben has a YouTube channel where he does like bass uh, tutorials and covers of like him playing bass tunes. With the uh, yeah uh, notation going by and the tab going by as he's playing and and people really latched onto that and he's been doing really well with with that and we also just talked about like bass from his perspective he's a great player got great tone all the rest of it so just talking about his approach to the instrument and different gear and and uh, all that kind of stuff well yeah oh, the, the band leader thing I, I remember being really helpful oh yeah, yeah. that's right yeah because he's also a music director for yeah. Uh, like I, a bunch I, of different artists. Yeah. There, we talked about like being a good band leader, but also like what a band leader like looks from just regular schmoes like us, you know? Right. Yes. Which was yeah. very handy. Another one I have written down, number sixty-one, titled "Direct Guitar Touring and Technique" yes. with Nathan Whitney. Whitney. Nathan's like our master splinter, you know, of yeah. guitar. He's, he just tells us what. Uh, you know how to like program our tones and uh, how to be a good good guitar player. You know, he's like the Ontario success story for guitar. Yeah, one of one of one of no, many. Yeah, Nathan it. plays that it. That's it. That's, it. Top. that's, guys ever that's done. all there is. Uh, Nathan play, plays guitar for country phenom Thomas Rhett. Uh, yeah, unbelievable, great dude and amazing player. He's a number sixty one. That was a good one. Uh, what about number sixty three? Guitar Deep Dive with David Chow. Do you remember that one? I'm trying to... I got to look back on this and see what, what was said because uh, I'm sure it was very useful. Fucking David Chow is not only a multi-instrumentalist. He's a... What's what's the name for it again? Utility guy. He's a utility, utility. guy. Yeah. Uh, so he plays yeah. lots of different things. But uh, he does a lot of repairs and like modifications to guitars. He's like the guy I take my guitars to. Um, yeah. So remember we talked a bunch about like instrument care, you know, yeah, setups. Uh, we did. We went over like his business just as you know, being yeah, the the guitar setup guy, the guitar 
repair guy, you know? Yeah. Having we, that sort of a side hustle to his music career and how that sort of works for him. He, um, I'm pretty sure we talked about two, because he plays banjo, which is in a different tuning, and he plays lap steel, which is in a different tuning, and fucking mando, yes. which is in a different tuning. Uh, that's the big issue with learning a lot of these instruments. At least like learning something like mando, the technique is very similar to guitar, but the tuning is different. Uh, and just learning that tuning so that, you know, you know where the notes are. Um, mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool for me. Yeah, I do recall he sort of had a technique for figuring that out, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so that was really cool. And uh, number 68, wearing different hats with Matt O'Rourke. Remember that one? Was I there for that one? I thought you were. Maybe you weren't. <laughs> oh, maybe not. Maybe this is when I was uh, was going solo because you were on the ship. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think you're right, actually. Yeah, because oh, I would have wow. remembered if Matt is yeah, like yeah, yeah. No, no, my oldest right. music yeah. friend. Yeah. Uh, so Matt is a, uh, well, he runs his own music school. He's a drummer. He's a record producer. He's, he's kind of doing it all. So we just sort of talked shop about his whole career, basically all the different things that he does and, and how he got into them and, and how he enjoys them. And Matt's just a great dude. So that's really like a, a business that like, if you're really willing to in, save money and invest in something that, you know, could lead to a lot of money and also potentially eventually hands off money, like opening a music teaching studio mm-hmm. is, is something to look into, you know, like it's a big investment of time and, you know, yeah, it's mostly time and money. And, and, you know, Matt has just a great mind for business. Yes. I think. So you have to be a particular type of to person too. And, yeah. And just listening to him talk about that and, and his approach and, the way he thinks about things. It was, it was really, 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 really cool, really insightful. So shout out to Matt O'Rourke. We also had, uh, these are another couple that you weren't here for, actually, now that they Yeah. Um, uh, and sorry, that was number 65. I was about to say. 68. I, I don't know why it was. 68 and that wasn't right. I, I don't know why I wrote. Uh, so 65, Matt O'Rourke's show. Uh, 69 with Adam Fair, talking about uh, Adam's progression from uh, intern at a studio to becoming a studio owner running uh, the studio Villa Sound out in, oh, geez, uh, is it Singhampton, Ontario? I think it is. It's yeah. far. It's Be- far. Beautiful studio. Yeah, yes, it's a it is. A couple hours north of Toronto. Adam's a great guy, just ton of knowledge about uh, recording, and uh, it was just really interesting to hear his story and his perspective of sort of how he got into the business and how he ended up, yeah, I mean, owning and running his own studio, which is, I think, a dream that a lot of folks have. So oh, if that's yeah. something that you're interested in, I would recommend uh, checking that one out. Uh, so shout outs to Adam Fair, episode 69. We also had episode 70 with Chris Barclay. I know that you, one, yeah. You know very well. Uh, and Chris is, you know, quite the character. <laughs> Him and I uh, probably just went on about whatever for uh Oh, I remember editing couple, that one. Hours. You edited that one? Yeah, because I, I remember there was a period in which... <clears throat> So the whole th- discussion that me and Al had when I went on the ship was, oh, I'm going to have a ton of free time, so I'm going to oh, be yeah, pumping yeah. the, I'm going to be like just fucking taking our podcast to the next level. It's going to be all yep. over the internet. People are going to see it everywhere. Now, that kind of didn't happen. Um, <laughs> I made attempts and then realized I don't know what I'm doing. 
Uh, but I remember just being like, well, maybe I'll just edit the podcast for a bit. Because I, I really did have a lot of time. I wonder mm-hmm. if that was during my lockdown, too. Um, Probably, yeah. Yeah. So I had a lot yeah. of time. Um, so we, you know... Yeah, we let, we check, you know, pumped out his uh, pumped up his single which is called Right Here and that was a great track that uh, Chris it's put no out. It's no island and, uh, boy. Yeah, just t- talking about it. Yeah, well, I mean. Um, but yeah, just talking about his progression from just getting started uh and just doing really just doing it all himself, Chris, like yeah. grinding it out, booking all his own shows, playing the bars, getting into playing festivals, writing songs, making records, like Get, you know, eventually getting signed to Warner. It's like artists from um, the ground up, essentially. Literally, yeah. like, y- yeah, it couldn't be more of a perfect story in that way. And like, Chris and I first met, I think, I want to say like 2015, probably. And I remember seeing him play at Oshawa Corral, and uh, we were hanging out, and and yeah, just you know, got working together eventually, and and just sort of watching his career just flourish, just. You know, obviously he's super talented and got great songs, yes. but like just watching him just will it into existence, be like, you know, I don't have that same get up and go. I don't think, I don't know if a lot of people do, man. Just like, just making it happen and just doing everything himself. It was unbelievable. So, um, check that one out. Chris is, uh, Chris is the best. Shout out to Chris. Um, and then one, one that we did have a guest on. I want to make sure I shout out our wonderful guests this year, but one one that we didn't have a guest on did it re- pretty recently. It's called Tension and Release, number seventy six. That was fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. It's mostly just you know me just popping off about Al stuff. I, I, know, but. <laughs> I, I like when we do the big concept episodes. Guests are fun, yeah. but when it's like we get like a, a a cool concept and you know get into it, like uh, way back in the day when we talked about you know. A musical genius and just the mm-hmm. idea of it and who might have been it and how that might happen. That was fun. I like that. Yeah. And this one that uh, you wrote down was Survival Cl- Survival Guide for the Middle Class Musician. This was episode 67. Yeah, it's the one that mistaken. stuck out to me because um, it was kind of just like, what are you going to do to like be a brokeish musician? You know, like... Yeah, what are you what are you gonna do like as someone who doesn't just have a ton of money behind you, um, like you know like budgeting and and like being thrifty and still you know maybe like making songs and you know just maybe how it differs to be not poor but middle class. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, survival guide for the poor musician. I wouldn't even know. Uh, I wouldn't know from that experience, but it is, it's a different thing, you know? Like, I think we talked about music school again and all that stuff. And, you know, it's just like. Yeah. I, I remember making a, a hockey analogy with like, <laughs> with like the Leafs and like the New York Islanders. And, and, you know, even though the Islanders, we got their best player, uh, they still did better than us that year. And it's because they're scrappy. And it was all about yeah. being scrappy. Yeah. Um, we talked a little bit about managing money. We talked a little bit about just sort of making sacrifices for your work, di- diversifying your work a little bit. Um, yes. And, and yeah, I mean, I think we wanted to, like, one of the things that we do want to do a lot on this podcast, and we did in that episode is especially, was like shed a little bit of light on on 
you know maybe the maybe the term middle class musician is not totally perfect but the uh, the concept of someone like yourself or myself who's working in the music industry putting it together being a quote unquote gig worker or whatever however we're defined as of this pandemic and like and making it happen you know i think a lot of people think you're either you know you're either rags or your riches in the music yes. industry and that's just that's just simply not the case there's just a ton of people who are just making a living and and really enjoying their work and having fulfilling lives and uh, we wanted to sort of speak to our own experiences and and to the experiences of others like us especially during the pandemic it's like how are we going to get through this thing and that was uh, that was a big episode for that so it's 67 survival guide for the middle class musician check it out those were our, our favorite episodes. I'm not going to pick one. I think they were all good, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were all good. The, the, you know what's funny? I don't listen to our podcast. Like, I mean, that's normal. But I, for our first 10 episodes, I was, like, listening to them just to be like, look at how funny we can be sometimes. Yeah. Or not funny. I mean, you want, first yeah, you want to know, like, if you sound good or, or, you know, what you can improve on and stuff like yeah. that. I, I, I don't really listen to them either, except when I'm editing them. Um, yes. Sometimes, I, depending on the edit I'm doing, I'll, I may have to go through them like front to back. But oftentimes, I'll just sort of skip through to try to like find the dead space. And Mike brought and, uh, up something crazy. Yeah, or like I'll make notes during the show. <laughs> like I need to have another listen to that section. That might not make. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's fairly normal that podcasters do not listen to themselves most often. Um, how about favorite? Non Music Guy podcast podcast episode from a different podcast than ours. <gasps> you got one here. I got one here, and I'm trying to think if I have another one. Um, I always bring up Reply All. Reply All is just great, but yeah. uh, we brought that up last time. Uh, the new podcast, well, new episode is another podcast I've talked about forever called Behind the Bastards. And they talk about really bad people and sort of talk about all the bad things that they did and how much of a bastard they are. Uh, and this is about a cult from, I believe, Brazil. And the title of the episode is The Nazi Pedophile Cult Who Murdered Santa. Um, and that is like an accurate description of everything. Like they did murder Santa as well. And it's absolutely like in it's like it's really like sad uh but also just there are little facts like the fact that he murdered santa which is just insane um so it is <laughs> it is and the reason why he murdered santa is just it's so stupid uh, it's so it is it's a very interesting listen uh and uh it's also just a very insane look into a cult so I, I, yeah, I mean, people love that stuff. Look how many like Netflix series there are about murderers and uh, like real life murder investigations and all. This yeah, stuff. yeah, people love that stuff. Did you ever watch? Um, geez, it was about a cult, uh, Wild Wild Country. Did you ever watch that? That rings a bell. I haven't. I haven't. But yeah, that was about a cult in. I don't know if it was like in Oregon or or somewhere in the 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 U.S. Um, yeah, fascinating. Uh, not quite as violent as what you're describing, but but pretty fascinating stuff. Um, yeah, worth a watch. Um, did you have another one? 
another episode or another uh, podcast? Yeah, or show? no, I, I, I've just been listening to a lot of Behind the Bastards, which is dark. Yeah. Uh, it's not dark at all. It's it's like lighthearted. But um, and then uh, Reply All, but Reply All, I, I can't think of any of their I get into that show. Is, yeah. that, is this more of like a political show or what is that? Uh, Reply All. Yeah. Reply All is like an internet show, so like it's it's about the internet essentially. So oh, okay, they have a bunch of different segments. Uh, some some of it is explaining like pop culture stuff that you maybe half know about or don't know about at all, um, and sport uh, maybe sports stuff as well. But that's to, it's always to do with the internet. Um, like the one that I brought up last time was there's an episode where somebody got their Instagram stolen, uh, and sorry, their Snapchat stolen and, uh, they find the person who did it and they find out like why they did it. And they never like, they'll never post anything unless it's like got like a big story behind it. Like the person Mm -hmm. who was behind it, there's a whole ecosystem and it's like they're journalists and they discover it and it takes a long time like it's a very good episode i don't want to spoil anything though but um yeah 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 but it's it's very well done yeah that sounds super cool um i'll have to check that out um i got a couple here one of them is kind of like it's not an episode but uh the steve dangle podcast with some folks who are kind of kind of a fan of, of hockey in particular um steve dangle podcast is one of the best ones out there in terms of of hockey coverage and for anybody who was following the chicago blackhawks investigation i won't get into the details of that um here because i'm not an expert on it nor do i want to sort of uh get into any of that because it was kind of an ugly thing but uh for folks who did uh follow that i thought that their coverage of it was some of the best out there they were on it very early and i just thought their takes on pretty much everything that happened and their reactions to, to everything that was happening was just totally spot on. So I want to shout out the Steve Dangle podcast. Not that they need our help because they're probably one of the biggest sports podcasts uh, going anyways, but yep. um, awesome show. And uh, they did a hell of a job with that particular topic. So shout out to Steve Dangle. Um, another one is... Uh, uh, for those of you who know that I'm into the game Magic the Gathering, if you are as well, you need to be checking out this podcast called Lords of Limited, which is all about drafting, and uh, a lot of people aren't going to know what the heck I'm talking about, but they had an op- episode called Trophy Leader Roundtable, where they interviewed uh, basically the the people who statistically were doing the best at that given time at the game, and had them all sort of explain their different perspectives on, on and strategies and stuff, and I found that super enlightening and super interesting and it was one of the coolest parts about it was that nobody had no no one really had the same answers to questions as everybody else everybody had their Mm. own sort of unique approach to the game which is you know one of the things that makes it so great and such a deep game is that um, people can have completely different styles and approaches to it and and have a lot of success so uh, i thought that was a really great episode uh of that show so there you go all right, well, let's get a little reflective here. What are we proud of from the year 2021 if we're looking back on on what we did or what, what happened or, or maybe how we handled uh, the pandemic or other situations? What, what are you proud of? What, I, what am I proud of? Oof. Uh, I mean, I exercised a lot. I'm so low That's energy good. right now. That's I got to pick it up. Not normal Michael <laughs> Hebbs. Uh, I exercised up. a lot. Well, you have the... 
You have the vid, man. Yeah, I have, I have the vid. No excuses, Al. Um, yeah. Yeah, I exercised a lot. I practiced a ton. Um, I got a new place, but I didn't really get it, actually. My roommate, Johnny, was the one who found it. And we have a, mm. a studio we're building in the basement, which... Yeah, uh, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Um, in a sense, I, I thrived in the apocalypse. I mean, in every metric except for mental health, which, I, you know, I'm not terrible. I think everybody's yeah. a mess right now. But, you know, uh, other than that, I'm fucking living the dream. Yeah, I mean, and to, I'm just to get your, what? you know, to, well, to move, to, to, to move, well, I didn't hear what you said. Don't even worry about it. Okay, I won't. It'll be a little Easter egg. I'll have to listen to the podcast. Right now. Um yeah, to, I mean, to get a new place to live and be sort of, yeah, building a studio and, and doing all this stuff in a time when, like, a lot of us feeling like we're having set, a lot of setbacks, you know? I, I think it's great, man. So you should absolutely be proud of that. And You um, did some things, too. Not as cool as I, my I things, also did but, a co- you know. I did a couple things, you know? I, I'm, you know, I'm feeling the feeling the pain as well of, yeah, just not having that many, that many gigs, sort of being like, man, what is, what, what did I get into this business for, <laughs> you know? But it's all under that sort of coloration of the pandemic has changed everything. So, um, you know, the fact that, that, that we're surviving, I think, is is what we should be most proud 100%. of. 100%. Um, a couple of things that I said I was going to save till the end as favorite memories, but also some, some things I'm most proud of this year. Uh, I got engaged. Katie and I got Ooh. engaged on March 3rd, and uh, I proposed to her in our, our home. And uh, so that was an, a, a memory that that we'll always have and something I'm very proud of. And, uh, you know, just to see her wearing the engagement ring and stuff is just, yeah. it always like makes me happy, man. <laughs> makes me fired up. Yeah. So, um, so that's awesome. And then of course, uh, we also are starting a family, uh, not very uh, soon, you know, yeah. Like fairly soon after we got engaged, we actually uh, found out that we we're pregnant as well. So, Oh no, I'm um, talking about, uh, things are, you know, yeah, I mean, we're expecting uh, really any any day now. Yeah, uh, we're going to be having a boy, and uh, the official due date is January the twelfth. But uh, as folks know, things things can happen whenever they want to happen. So yeah, um, uh, yeah, we're ready for uh, to welcome our our son into the world. Uh, whatever, uh, whenever he's ready to come on in, and uh, man, it feels weird but also like amazing to say that do so, you think that uh, it would benefit the podcast excited. if you named him music guy podcast row <laughs> um whatever benefit it would have to the show <laughs> could not possibly outweigh the <laughs> horrific impact it would have on his life <laughs> so, i mean i mean it's I, I hear mean, me out here it, so it's really a question of priorities. Yes, so yeah. Which I, your priorities way. are yeah. to the podcast. Um, <laughs> there's got to be some horse shit names already out there. Like yeah. uh, just knowing the people that I grew up with and just the way that the world is going. Um, just with people getting too creative with stupid things. Um, I remember I saw a joke about all like pe- people regretting calling their ch- child Khaleesi. Oh, oh yeah! I never saw. I, I remember hearing like people were naming their babies Khaleesi. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, Ooh. yeah. Uh, and now that's like a that's yeah that's a that's a cringe, eh? So there's gonna be a bunch know. of fucking Khaleesi's and 
weird ass names. I think Music Guy Row. I yeah, think that's a, a that's a strong name. You know, I, I think you should have a talk with Katie through a yeah. fucking CDC approved barrier and mm. uh, make a game time decision for your young little lad. I mean, I'm gonna have the the pen in my hand when the birth certificate comes around. That's so. true. She's she's gonna be all you know tired from <laughs> birthing. <laughs> So funny we we've been taking this uh, child uh, birth I guess course I don't know why I'm having trouble describing it it's like it, it, it's it was a Zoom course that you took over I think six weeks maybe it was five five or six weeks yeah and it would it prepares you for the birthing process and it was super valuable but uh, one of the things that killed me was and I've been reading this book also called the Expectant Father which is like an okay book. Um, and one of the things that the the book said, because it's directed to, specifically towards the the man uh, in the, in the relationship, there's not a ton of material out there that does that. So I think there's some value there. And uh, it said uh, when you're taking these classes, they're going to treat you like you just are completely useless and know nothing, and like are barely a part of anything. And uh, and it was like pretty true, man. Honestly, there was a moment when. They were like talking about the birth certificate, I guess. Uh, I don't even know how it came up. And they were like, partners, please, for the love of God, spell the name right on the birth certificate. Oh. And I was like, oh, come on. But could um, you imagine? Like, the course was super that valuable, but I also, I, just yeah, I mean, that would be. Hearing about that. Yeah. For the rest I mean, of that you could, life. I'm sure you could. No, you would just fix it. Yeah, but I mean, it probably, you can't it'd probably fix be a the memory problem. every no, time you get into no. a fight. Your fucking That's partner true. is going to be like, well, you fucked up his name. I have another yeah. point for the Music Guy podcast <laughs> name, and this is a That's spoiler alert for Game of Thrones. Okay. There's no yeah. way that this podcast is going to burn cities of innocent people, and then, you know, your child's going to be named after a, a, a terrorist, essentially. Right. Okay, I see what you're saying, because they named a, the baby Khaleesi when she was like a good guy. Yeah. And then yeah, at the yeah. end, she was a bad so guy. So there's that right. as well, too. Right. Yeah. Um, right. But uh, that sucks that you're being treated as a, a dude. Well, I just thought things. it was. I thought it was pretty funny. But anyways, uh, yeah. So I'll make sure to spell the name right. Did you ever watch Trailer Park Boys? Oh my god! I've watched. I watched it twice in fully in two weeks when I was uh in quarantine on the ship and i've seen it a few times before that yeah i love trailer park uh, right right so when they've got the like they've got the deed for the motel and the uh, birth certificate <laughs> yes, for the baby and they, yes. they they flip them by accident and they end up naming the baby the motel yes <laughs> <laughs> and then they just go with it yeah it's nice <laughs> it's just like it's nice yeah, the, they just go with it the baby's name is the motel there you go and they start calling him mo yeah there you go so funny you know that killed me um so, and a couple of other things. I, I I started my own solo teaching business this year. Yes. Um, not like an, an, under an incorporation or anything, but I just started teaching privately rather than for a company. And it's been working out really well. I was very apprehensive, very like nervous to do it, but it felt like it was the right time. I've really like developed a system of my own over the course of the pandemic in terms of handling and doing lessons over Zoom and, and using... Uh, technology to, to to make the lessons work. And I think it works really well for the students and it's been working well for me and it just felt like the right time to sort of take that 
uh, and to do my own thing. So I, I made that jump and it actually, I was so like overjoyed with how many students uh, I was able to, to sort of get on board with that. So yeah. uh, that's been great. Um, the agenda became an incorporated business this year, yes, which was a huge, overwhelming process that we're still like learning how the heck works and going through lots of sort of difficulties and growing pains. But I think it was like a, a huge step, and I'm very proud of everything that we've been able to do over the past, you know, almost decade. I guess of working together, maybe more. We should than talk that. about that on an episode. Um, you know, like yeah, we should. Do, we could do a whole episode on incorporation and just things that I've learned about it. We should do that, yeah, actually. Yeah. We've talked about that before. Because um, uh, there's a ton of stuff I yeah. didn't know, that, and there's still a bunch of stuff I still don't know. Um, so what you're saying know is even more. I can get I'm, a song produced by The Agenda, but I can't sue you now. I can't sue you personally. Well, you can. Uh, so you can sue anybody for any anything at any time. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, the, the thing about corporations is that they uh, protect their owners and shareholders mm. from certain liabilities so uh if you know if if we did do a record and somebody wanted to sue us for some reason like they they don't like our face well yes. they gotta sue the agenda for that not uh not not it can't be my face can just gotta be when is the face. company going public is what i'm saying because i want to yeah. buy some stocks <laughs> okay well well you know we're looking for angel investors eyes um, so I think and uh, none of those things capable of <laughs> absolutely none of those things. You have to have money and you have to be a decent person. Mm, yeah, I think you're a decent person, but that's, that's definitely nice. don't, you definitely don't have money. <laughs> oh, no money at none all. Of, none of us do. Uh, and uh, what else did I do? I started a new YouTube channel. Ah, uh, yes. It's, uh, it's fully Magic the Gathering based, so if you're not interested in that, uh, you won't care about it, but if you are interested in that, it's called How to Draft MTG, and I'm actually pretty proud of it. It got, uh, I don't know what we're sitting at right now in terms of subs, but I'm just going to take a second to look this up. We're at 555 subscribers, and we started probably only a few months ago, so <sighs> um, yeah, it was definitely it not. Fun. That's pretty darn good. So That's pretty yeah. darn good. So if you had to name your child after a magic the gathering card what card would it be i was about 10 months ago actually um what card would it be oh my god I don't know, and it can't, hard. yeah i guess it has to be one of them planeswalker fellas right right it could be yeah could be it could be jace jace jace, jace is a strong name yeah you know gideon gideon's a good gideon's name a i think i'd go name. with I, yeah. i'd go with gideon that's a strong that's a yeah that's a kid that's a that's a kid with a strong jaw right there, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Gideon. Gideon. So anyways, that's a little little side project there if anybody's interested in that. Uh, and of course, the stream is still going strong. Twitch.tv slash Music for the uh, live music stream. That's, that's uh, it's growing very, very slowly, but uh, I'm enjoying doing it, and uh, it's been really good practice. Um, one other thing I'll, th- I'll shout out, actually, is that we were just in the studio making... Uh, some new yes. Al Rowe music. So sounds unreal. I heard some early stuff Willie showed me, and it sounds fucking unreal. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, the Agenda Boys played on it, and uh, Kevin Dietz engineered it. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited about what we've got. So that was only a few days ago. So that was before I had the vid, but um, it hadn't been all that long since I had the vid. So there you go. Uh, it was about a week ago, actually, that we recorded, and uh, 
yeah, I'm excited. I've been digging into it. It sounds sounds dope, and I'm excited to put those new tunes out into the world in 2022. Damn. Um, all right, well, but right before we close it out, let's do one more little thing here. Um, any lessons learned in 2021 Oof. for you, Michael? Uh, social interaction is super duper important. Uh, mm-hmm. on like almost like a subconscious level, you know what I mean? Like, even if yep. you're like one of those people that's like, ah, oh, hate hanging around with people. I just want to chill and get stuff done. Mm-hmm. If you don't see people, you're going to be such a fucking wreck. It's true, man. Yeah. You don't even realize how, cause a lot of times for me you can be like, oh, I don't really like have the energy to go hang out with people. Yeah, like, I don't really want to do that. Um, and I think that's like a product of the times we live in is like, we've gotten, we've kind of gotten used to being alone and it's kind of like, yeah, I don't really want to put the effort in to go see people. But every time I do, you know, when, when I was able to go like, to, you know, see my friend John and go rock climbing, like I always come back John super Kandrzewski? energized from that. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, I mean, anytime we were able to play a gig with the boys or anybody, oh, Will said you that so good after, you guys did, you know? Or the session, yeah. right? Like, oh my god! And that's all work stuff, but it's also social stuff in a certain way. But even like purely social stuff, like you and I and our friend Holt and uh, our friend AJ and some of the boys are into it too. We were, we were playing NHL twenty twenty one or twenty two or whatever the heck it is yeah. on yeah. PS four last night, and it's like we're not obviously we can't all get together right now, but like just being able to like chat with each other and just do something together. Not even music related. You and don't completely even completely like, really get wrecked like by nine year olds. But yeah, we were getting our ass kicked. NHL. Of course. But uh, you know, just doing stuff like that and just putting that minimal effort to be like, yeah, I'll fire up my PS4 and play with you guys and hang out with you guys. It's like you just feel really good after doing that. Mm. So I think yeah, this year's really highlighted the value of uh, hanging out with friends. In fact, we actually have a a little Zoom date planned with this other couple that that we know tonight where we're just gonna like hang out and like play some have you ever played jackbox yeah i know jackbox yeah 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 Yeah. we're just gonna play some games i'm probably on that and just this is like a nice excuse to just like hang out and and have a social experience and feel like you know yeah human beings again it's nice yeah um what have you learned one big one for me uh lesson in 2021 is the value of therapy and i we did a whole podcast about about this uh and uh that was episode that wasn't too long ago that might have been like episode 74 or something um but uh yeah i I started going to to doing online therapy and uh one of the best decisions uh, that i made for certainly for my own uh hey episode 74 is right um for my own mental health this year, I'm struggling with a lot of stuff, as I know, like a lot of folks were, and uh, I just found it really helpful. So if, if you but are, you did sing about it, which is good. That's why yeah. you're, you're fucking you're carrying this goddamn episode right now. I'm fucking. <laughs> we both have COVID, and I'm acting like a I don't I don't even know a wet blanket, a wet podcast blanket. Ah, oh, you're doing you're doing great, man. I, Look at you. You know, I've got uh, I got the boosters, so I. I think that's the difference. <laughs> the booster's but, got uh, some uh, if you, SSRIs in it. If you're, if you're thinking about it, I would highly recommend doing some therapy. It's oh, been amazing. It's the best. You know, I think we, both of us can attest to how valuable yes. it is. Um, and the other lesson I learned is like, is is we can survive. We yep. have survived. Most of the folks that I work with, that we work with, 
Uh, before the pandemic, we're still working with them now. Some in some, uh, some in different ways. Some in the same ways we used to. And just sort of seeing that everybody's made it. Um, and this is a conversation you and I had on previous episodes. It's just like, cool. Now, now we know we can survive. Yes. So now there's no reason in my mind to do gigs I don't want to do where I don't feel like I'm getting fairly compensated for it or, you know, whatever else. You know, I'm not going to sell myself short uh, out of fear that I'm not going to make it. I'm going to do work that I want to do, that I find engaging and fun and, and, and you know, have a little bit more of a, of a spine in terms of like, this is what I think I'm worth mm. and, and making sure that I'm taking care of, of my family when I am doing work. So, I mean, um, so also yeah. to another thing we can survive, it's like almost uh, an excuse to take more bold moves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're like, yeah. oh man, I think I'm just going to start my own teaching business and make way more money. I don't know if that's going to work, but it did. And if it didn't work, you'd figure it out, you know, or I think I'm going to be a musician. I hope that the world doesn't shut down because of a fucking pandemic and not allow me to make money. It's like, oh, it did. But we figured it out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So far, I mean, we're on Omicron. We'll see what's next. Yeah. I mean, I think at this point, we're going to make it, you know? We, 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 us musicians, folks, we know what to do. We figured it out. So, what do we do? Continue to continue to adapt and, and continue to just make it happen, man. Just make it happen. Yeah. That's what we do. We just make it happen. That's what we do here. So um, maybe we'll, we'll wrap it up kind of like that. I just want to thank everybody who's, who's stuck with us this, with us this year. Um, we love doing this show. We love having folks listening. Feel free to reach out to us, musicguypodcast at gmail.com if you want to reach out. If you'd like to submit any music to have us play on the show, you can do that there. Um, and uh, just say hello or ask a question. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, you know, please do continue to share the posts on social media, Instagram, Facebook, all the rest of it, and um, tell your friends about the show, you know? And of course, uh, patreon.com slash Podcast. if you'd like to support us directly. Uh, thanks to everybody who's, yeah, who's been with us over the last couple of years. Uh, this has been always a, a highlight for me, just getting to yeah. sit down with you, Mike, and, and, and chat with you about whatever we're doing. It's been uh, rocky. Lo- Last little bit's been, been a bit rocky, but that's because well, of our COVID scare. Um, yeah. You know, we, we literally the day that we were going to do the episode, I called Al and was like, well, my roommate has COVID. And so we had to flee. Had to flee the, yeah, the situation. I mean, the, the year has been uh, dodgy for, for pretty much everybody in the world, <laughs> to, at the very least, if not uh, utterly horrific. So, yeah. Um, you know. We're, we the, the important thing is that we kept it going, and uh, we're going to keep it going. Oh, yeah. And uh, so thank you, Mike, for wanting to do this show with me and, and continue to do this show with me, man. I, I love doing this show with you. I am thankful for Turkey. <laughs> Any closing so- thoughts aside from that? Um, uh, we'll, we'll, I don't even know. I kind of have a headache. COVID's, yeah. uh, you know. It's, COVID's it's, getting to you? It's getting to me. Um, but, uh, you know, do what you do, baby boo. All right. Happy new year, everybody. We love you. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you in 2022. Bye for now.